Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. December. No, that's a different. That's September. First day of December. You know what? We tried. I tried to help you out. It didn't really work. That fell flat. Hey, we have hot cocoa in our mugs today. We do. Why haven't we been doing this? Well, actually, I'll tell you why. Why? Well, you know what? Remember how I'm kind of like low key allergic to dairy a little bit, Mm -hmm. but I've kind of been testing the waters. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I call it immersion therapy. (laughs) I don't know if that's a thing, but. Uh, and you know what? The cocoa in my cup does have a little bit of milk in it. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> so and, uh, if so we have to cut my this real short. is feeling mildly odd. <clears throat> oh my gosh. So I said this episode, if you're watching on Patreon, is going to be like hitch. By the end of it, my, my face is going to be like <laughs> blown up like a balloon. I'm not going to be able to breathe. So you know what? Stay tuned for that. So good though. This yeah, is, that's probably this is why really we haven't good. had cocoa in a cup. Clink. Clink to that. With that said, but I am going to take another gulp. It's like winter in a mug, so, you know. <laughs> it is delicious. It is. Uh, hey, it is also Spotify wrapped season. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're a Spotify listener, you know that's a big deal. That's yeah. a really big deal. It is. We do want to say thank you. You always tag us. We appear oh in a lot gosh. of people's Spotify wrapped. That's so uplifting. And of, yeah, and a lot of people's like number one podcast. And that is so cute and That's cool. That's awesome. We love That's it. That's really fun. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I also really enjoy getting my Spotify rap. You know what? It is like a present every year. I'm a big music fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like a little treat. It's nice to see what you've been listening to over the it, course of a year. It is, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it is really uh, insightful uh-huh. and I love the little playlists they create. Yes. I listen to them like all the next year. Yeah. I love those playlists. Yeah. Uh, you know what? So <laughs> imagine my surprise <laughs> when I went, you know what? <laughs> No one told me, you know what, the parents out there, no one warned me that when you become a parent, I didn't know I had to get like, you lose all autonomy. I I, I didn't know I had to get like a family plan for October's music. Now I know I paid the price. I go to look at my Spotify raft and who is all over that motherfucking thing? Like no one else is on it. Phil fucking Collins. Your number one artist, Phil Collins, all top five songs. Phil Collins, your number one album, the Tarzan soundtrack. I was like, motherfucker, how'd you get in here? I was like, you should, and I was stunned. Were you so sad? At first I forgot about October because this is my Spotify Mm, route. And I said, who the fuck snuck in here? And put Phil Collins all over this shit. I like you, Phil, but what the hell? That I was like, oh my God. There was like that three month period of time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Where all she would listen, she just wanted to hear Phil. That's it. And you know what, Phil? That was earlier in the year, so. I can see how you could have, you know, that could have slipped your mind. It did slip my mind. Yeah. I thought I made up, you know what? 
my personality gone. Where was I? She's lost. She's gone. I was stunned. Thank you for the warning, other there parents. You if you are about to be a parent, here's your warning. Get a fucking, I don't know, new account for the baby because what the hell? I feel like I don't know about myself this year. Oh, man. What a disappointment. Uh, but hey, not. But not. It's super cute. That yeah. means I'm a good mom, right? Yeah, I'm right. just blasting fucking Phil Collins. You know what? I will, I will just rage to oh Phil Collins gosh. for as long as she wants. But you know what? I was a little like, you should have seen. Yeah. I was like the blinking guy meme for a solid 15 minutes. I, I know. Was like, like, what, this what, can't uh, be mine. Where's, this is not Where's it. my shit? Where's hey, my shit? She has moved on. She has developed. You know what? She has moved on yeah. from you, Phil. But again, you have your moment of glory in my Spotify wrapped. Your face is all over my fucking thing. I'll take some pictures. It's really embarrassing. Some people on Instagram were like, let us see your Spotify wraps. And I was like, <laughs> I posted no. mine to my story. Yeah. Okay. What was on yours? Um, number one came Mac Miller. Okay. Yay. Yay. We love we Mac love Miller. Mac He's Miller. usually on mine. Not this year. <laughs> Not this year. <laughs> I bet that feels nice. <laughs> Mac Miller, Harry Nielsen, no surprise. You know what? Sean Mullins did not make the top of the list. Wow. No, uh, Elvis, the Beatles, and Nako and Medicine for the People. Okay, you know what, Laura? You pretty know, standard. Pretty solid. Pretty solid, yeah. pretty standard. Yeah. <laughs> no one no is surprised. surprised. No one there is surprised. Yeah. I think some people might be surprised by Mac Miller that you listen. Like, he's your number one. You yes, listen to Mac Miller I a do. lot. Mm-hmm, I do. You little cutie pie. Yeah, yeah. For all moods. You know what? He does There's have an album for or a moods. song for all moods. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, fun. Uh, happy Spotify rap season and happy December. Yes. We're excited to get into it. Go check out our Patreon. Yes, uh, do If it. you want to join the community, our next Full Moon Film Club is coming up at the end of December. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Uh, it is Christmas themed. Mm-hmm. There will be nog involved yes, <laughs> so, we're, nog? so we're very excited yes. uh, go check that out or you can rate us on spotify and apple five yeah, stars please yes uh hey are you ready to get into it I'm, I'm so ready you know what i'm a little i was a little surprised this yeah. is the week of surprises yes with my pick okay, okay because someone recommended this i know at least one person mm-hmm. i thought a lot of people had but you know what i think this movie is like not that well known really Okay. And it kind of shocks me because wait until I get to the fucking cast. Yeah. Okay. Stocked. I'm doing stocked. 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 Stocked and stacked. Lord's locked version of locked and loaded. <laughs> stocked and stacked. Stocked and stacked. TM. Uh, I'm talking about Inkheart. Oh, from cute. 2008. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. I really like this. Yeah. I had never seen it. Yeah. I um, think I saw it when it first came out. Oh, did you? Yeah. I've always been a huge fan of, you know, I'm sure you're going to bring up who's in this. The but man himself. Yeah. You know what? Let's get to it. Okay. okay. So this is a family adventure slash fantasy film rated PG. Mm-hmm. So one for the whole fam. Yeah. Uh, your tagline, every story ever written is just waiting to become real. Ooh. Ooh so if that. you are a book person. Yes. This is a great you, one. If you like a novel. Yeah. This one is definitely for you. This <laughs> you, is good. Or this even is a short story. You. A poem. You know, a haiku. An essay. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is for you. Slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Any kind of written word. It's this for you. It's for you. <laughs> a screenplay by David Lindsay Abair. Mm-hmm. And this is based on the Inkheart book series written by German author Cornelia Funk. Ooh. Okay, first of all, love that name. Love Cornelia it. Funk. Love it. Uh, we did have some people write in and say that.
that they loved the books. Okay, great. So again, if you're a book reader, maybe check out the series. Mm. I liked the movie. Spoiler alert. I liked the movie so much that I think I might want to yeah. check out the series. It was so cute. Maybe we have to add it to the studio. Ooh, okay. Yes. yes. Let's bring it on board. Okay. Uh, this was directed by Ian Softly. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw that he also worked on Hackers. Starring oh. the one and only Maddie L. Wow. And you know I love Hackers. <laughs> iconic. Do. But you can see, I think I read that he had not really done fantasy oh, work. Okay. And that was maybe why this missed the boat missed, a little bit uh, for okay. some people. Here's your cast, okay. though. Brendan Fraser, or yes. Fraser, as the he phrase. says, as Mo Folkhart. Okay. Okay, and this is who you love. I love Brendan You didn't Fraser, want to spoil yeah. it. No, I didn't want to spoil it for You're the You're a big Brendan Fraser fan. I have been. For we always, yeah, and I always, have them yeah. too. Yeah, and Jake is too. Yeah. He loves the Mummy. We have always watched his movies. Yeah, Airheads, right? I love Airheads. It's one. <laughs> it is one of my like all time favorite movies. The first thing you've seen him in? Oh, geez. Oh, I don't gosh. know. I really loved that movie. What was it? Where they hid underground? Hid underground. Yeah, you know what? And I think it was Alicia Silverstone. They oh like, my gosh, Blast from the Past. Blast from the Past. Yes. Okay, that's a real, I think that was one of yes. the first ones, but we love him. We and do. you know what? I'm super fucking pissed off because he's mm. a Sagittarius. Is and he? he did not come up when I Googled like famous Sagittarius. Well, now, How the fuck? You know why? Because you were just waiting. You to give what? him his he own personal moment. He had to have his moment. own fucking moment. Yeah. I love him so much. In this movie, he is wearing a scarf. It's like him at his peak. I don't know how I missed this one. I know. But he's yeah. looking so freaking adorable. I think what I said was that I think this was his downward spiral. Okay, it was this ouch. and like monkey bone and he started like. Monkey bone was an interesting yeah, one. That was. <laughs> that that was, was an interesting was. one. Yeah. That was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? If you like him. This is a good one. I can't. I'm going to have to watch It's kind of like The again. Mummy for yeah. kids. Yeah. It's like in the same kind mm-hmm. of tone. I feel like clips come into my mind, but I can't piece the whole story together. Of so this I have to one. go back and watch okay, it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. We also have Sienna Galori as Reza Folkart. Reza? I think it's Reza. Reza. Uh, Eliza Bennett as Maggie Folkart. Little fam there. Mm-hmm. Paul Bettany <gasps> as Dustfinger. I freaking love Paul Bettany. Fantastic I in this movie. I think he is such an underrated actor wow, and I great. think I think he's a great actor he yes. is really Love good in him. this at first I like didn't realize it was him because he has like some luscious yeah. locks in this movie love him and flowing locks mm-hmm. and then I was like oh okay I know that you liked him but he really like this is the first time he kind of caught my attention in oh, something yeah yeah, yeah. I not think the secret so. life of bees uh, you know what okay you don't you have to what? I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> this spoke to me a little I, I'm sorry how about the da Vinci code okay <laughs> I do you know what I do remember him yeah. in that Okay. Yes. We also have Helen Mirren uh, as Aunt Eleanor. Helen Mirren. Helen like, do you Mirren. see this cast? Holy shit. I'm giving stacked. you stacked. Awesome. At one point, you can see her riding a white horse. She's like galloping, and it is fucking hilarious. I had was to rewind it. it She's like, was it a unicorn? You know what? A unicorn does pop up. We'll talk about this in a minute. <laughs> we also have Rafi. Like, they are real. <laughs> in this in this world, they are. Uh, we have Rafi Gavron as Fareed. We have Jennifer Conley as Roxanne. She kind of mm. pops in for just a brief okay. moment. And we have Andy Serkis as Capricorn. Wow, Andy Serkis. Who is the villain? The villain's name is Capricorn. I did not make that up. I did not make that up. (laughs) I read that and I was like, "Mm -hmm, yeah. But Andy Serkis. 
Lucas. Lead you into your next Capricorn season. Uh. Exactly. I, this is a very Sagittarius film, but I thought it was funny that this was in here. Uh, but Andy Serkis, again, yes. holy shit, this Gollum. cast is fucking Gollum. My precious. <laughs> I love when you just slip in there with a really good impression. Okay, the cast, 10 out of 10. Here's your rundown. Give it to me. Uh, it opens with a narrator who says, since the dawn of time, storytellers have enchanted audiences with their words. I know I do the same. I'm so (laughs) enchanting with my words, (laughs) but there is an ever rarer gift. Yeah. Uh, There are those who by reading out loud can bring characters to life out of books and into our world. That's a cool power. I love that. Most of these silver tongues, as they are known, prefer to keep their skills a secret. Do you know that song, Silver Tongue? I was going to try to sing it. I know that slang term. (laughs) Like that, you know, that's a... Does that mean like you're sly? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can charm the pants off people. You know what? Again, 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 a quality that I possess. (laughs) (laughs) You silver tongue devil. I am a silver tongue. Uh, But some do not even know that this gift is theirs until Uh, it is too late. Dun, uh dun, dun. Okay, we then cut to new parents, Mortimer, Mo for short, uh-huh. and Riza Folkhart, who are reading Little Red Riding Hood to their newborn baby girl, Maggie. Uh-oh. This was pulling on my heartstrings was just it? a little bit. Yes, because it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's very in line yeah. with like My Little Family. Yeah. Uh, as Mo is reading out loud, he sees flashes of a literal <laughs> red riding hood <laughs> appearing out of thin air. Oh, no. This scene, I think, didn't need to be included. But so he's reading and then he gets like these weird flashes and you see a hood just like just floating, like floating. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen this movie? Yes, I have. Okay. But when it first came out. So I. I oh, right, yeah. right. It looks like a fucking spider or something. <laughs> okay. But you get the sense that he is maybe one of these silver tongues okay. that they were talking about okay Okay, you get it so we're going to flash forward 12 years okay mo and a young but mature maggie are Mm -hmm. cruising around europe in quite possibly the cutest little fucking van it's like an old school van it's olive and white so fucking cute this is very much giving me jake in october Mm -hmm. again pulling on my heartstrings but my number one question where's my (laughs) mom did you kill the mom because why do i keep getting fucking movies where they're killing the mom it's like the universe is trying to play a cruel joke on me well if it's a disney film we know why i said where is mama <laughs> I, I was super pissed already okay so dad and daughter arrive at their first destination which is the alpine antiquarian bookshop i looked it up oh, i don't believe it's real my goodness uh where mo will be repairing old books because he is a book binder Oh, fine. Okay, that is over there in the ninth gate with Johnny Depp. (laughs) Right? That's why I said very Jake. This is very Jake and Sagittarius. Uh, I love that energy. Mm. So cute. And again, he's wearing a scarf. Love it. So he like kind of seems smart. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there is a correlation between... People I mean, wear scarves. I don't know. It just means you're smart. It just, I'm, I'm putting one on today. It's like, the, it's like the round glasses. And if you're you put smart. the scarf with, with the glasses, if they would have put a pair of round glasses on Brendan Fraser in this movie, oh my God, the movie would have been a hit. At a pipe and a hat. <laughs> and a dangly earring. A little, a little not in the time, but still would have been great. 
Uh, Mo is on a not so secret mission. Mm. Okay. He is looking for a copy of a book called Inkheart. There's your Ooh. title. Ooh. Uh, Maggie is on to him though, because he searches for this book everywhere they go. Okay. Again, not so secret. Mm. He thinks he's being slide. She's like, fucking shut the hell up. <laughs> Love in the time of Conrad. Uh-huh. Even though Mo has seemingly been searching for years, he mm-hmm. stumbles upon a copy of Inkheart almost immediately upon entering this bookshop. Um, he nervously slash excitedly flips to an illustration of a Martin. I had to look this up. It's a bird, right? Okay, no. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I mean, maybe also. I don't know. This is a weasel-like mammal. So, you, so pretty much the opposite of what I you just said. I am so wrong. Um, and at the same time that he flips to this. Where's my scarf? <laughs> you, don't, you didn't earn a scarf yet. <laughs> we'll see by the end of the episode okay. if you can earn your scarf. Um, okay. At the same time, one appears to Maggie. So he flips to that page and then Maggie, who's outside of the shop, sees one of these animals, Mm. not a bird. (laughs) Not a bird. Uh, Mo then flips to a page about a man named Dustfinger. That's a cool name, Dustfinger. Goldfinger. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is little Austin Powers, but but I do like it. Or this Sean is your this Connery, is your guy. 007. He's coming in. Okay, Paul Bettany. Oh, Paul Bettany. Okay, is he um, Dustfinger? He is Dustfinger. Okay. So you guessed it when Brendan Fraser flips to the page of Dustfinger. A mysterious man appears out of nowhere and approaches Maggie. So what's happening in the book? is happening in real life. Uh, the man named Dustfinger is a mashup, in my opinion. Does he have of, dusty fingers? You know, you know what? Yeah. It's kind of not He's the dusty best and name. crusty? No. It is a little dusty and crusty. You know, he has a thing with fire in his uh, hands, but like, why would that be dust? Dust is giving a little crust. <laughs> dust is earth. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. So in my opinion, and this is going to be funny later, I thought that he looked like a mashup of Aragorn from Lord of the Rings and David Bowie from Labyrinth. Like he's giving the same kind of creepy he wearing the same outfit. Little tight. Little tight. I didn't look, but bulge <laughs> i'd be willing to bet if i let my eyes venture south i would have seen something it's not it's not bowie worthy it might not be you know what bowie is the ultimate but it wasn't you know what he was trying so him and his weasel <laughs> are giving maggie the creeps okay. okay so she tells him she doesn't talk to strangers I do not talk to strangers. Uh, Papa Mo busts in on the conversation and explains, well, Dustfinger is actually not a stranger. I know him. I know him. He's my friend. Uh, Dustfinger tries to talk to Mo, but him and Maggie flee. He doesn't want to talk to Dustfinger. Oh, okay. And they head off to Maggie's great aunt Eleanor's in Italy. This movie is gorgeous, by the Mm, way. Stunning. Stunning. Uh, Where Mo finally comes clean. The daughter's like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Here's what we learn. Risa. What is going on? Risa, the mom, Mm -hmm. according, as far as Maggie knows, Mm -hmm. the mom disappeared one day without warning or explanation. So Maggie's got some abandonment issues that she's been dealing with. Okay. But in reality, the little family was attacked by a medieval villain. They called him a thuggish bandit, which I thought. We call him Capricorn. (laughs) His name is Capricorn, which is hilarious. Thuggish bandit. (laughs) 
Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, from the book Inkheart. Okay, mm-hmm. after Mo read the book aloud to Maggie and Risa. Uh, you see where this yes. is going. Turns out Mo is a silver tongue. Who saw uh, that coming? Uh, those not who, me. Not me. Those who can bring characters to life with their voice. Yes. Angelic voice. All I pictured uh, was Will Ferrell and Step Brothers when he starts singing. <laughs> uh he didn't know that he was a silver tongue, though. Mm. Okay, thus the he accidental. Does now. He does now. So that's how he yes. accidentally summoned the thuggish bandit. Yes. Okay, other and that's characters. That's why he's been looking for a copy. You're on to it, Lord. Where'd his go that he was reading? You know what? Can, can I get you? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a sec. <laughs> okay, so other characters got pulled out of the book, too, okay. against their will. Mm-hmm. Like Dust Finger, like Dusty, t- uh, like dusty Claws. <laughs> dusty Crusty. A magical traveling fire juggler. Oh, I don't, okay. You're not, he's not reading <laughs> magical fire it's, juggler. It's, I don't know why they included that. At one point, you do see Paul Bettany juggling some fire, and okay. it is kind of giving Chris Angel a little bit, too. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a little weird. Oh my gosh. So Dust Finger saved Mo and Meg from Capricorn. He's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But it was too late for Mama Riza, who got sucked into the Inkheart book. Oh. So when someone comes out, someone goes in. Oh. Ah. So Risa, Bye-bye. she's disappeared. Yeah. So, you know, poor and Maggie. Poof went the poor book. Maggie didn't have to have those abandonment issues. Uh, okay, bummer. come on. Yeah. She's going through it a little bit. Mm. And the girl kind of can't act. Oh, oh, I'm sad. sorry. I should, okay. you know, and I shouldn't sad. have included it. This is the year of me being extra honest, <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't. Okay, now Mo has been searching for the Inkheart book to save Risa. Okay, mm-hmm. and Dustfinger has been tracking down Mo mm-hmm. so that he can have him read and be sent back into the book. Oh, okay. Do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So of course, Dustfinger catches up with our duo at mm-hmm. Aunt Eleanor's. Yeah. And that's Helen Mirren, and she's a good character. Yes, she's funny. Of course. And because Mo refused to help him return home, Dustfinger reveals that he turned to Capricorn for help. Uh oh. Not a good idea. Bad move. You never turn to a Capricorn. No. I mean Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> for the character. Help. <laughs> uh, just then, a bunch of hooligans bust in and mm-hmm. start destroying Aunt Eleanor's beautiful library oh. in search of Inkheart. Oh, and there's bummer. multiple copies, but there's not a lot. Yikes. Okay. They capture Mo, Maggie, and Aunt Eleanor and the book, because mm-hmm. there was a copy, yes. and take them to Capricorn's castle as prisoners. Oh, no. Ooh. I'm confused, though. Why? If Aunt Maggie had a copy of the book. Aunt Maggie? What's her name? <laughs> Aunt Eleanor. Oh, Aunt Eleanor. <laughs> Hang on, work on Maggie's farm no more. Okay, oh, Bob. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if she had a copy of Inkheart in her she library. She didn't. Oh. Brendan Fraser found it at that bookshop oh, at the beginning. that's the copy. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, why didn't he just go to her house and get the damn copy? Well, he went there to hide, but uh, it obviously okay. didn't work. All right, cool. You know what, Lord, drink I your know. cocoa and stay <laughs> with me. All right, I got okay, you. Okay, look sharp, look sharp. Okay, so they get captured. And they're all taken to Capricorn's castle. Prisoners. Capricorn's prison is filled with all kinds of mythical slash supernatural creatures, including a unicorn. Nice. I saw one in there and I was like, there you are. It is real. Well, (laughs) it kind of means it's not because it came from a book. You know, it's all of the like stuff that they've read out of books. You see a flying monkey from the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz is a big thing in this. Is it? Yeah, you'd like it. Okay. Uh, But all of these characters are only half read out of their stories. Like you see, they have have like uh, lines written on them okay. because Capricorn can't master the silver tongue powers. 
Mm. And he can't find someone that can do it. He's an amateur. Okay, so Capricorn threatens our gang and forces Mo to read from Arabian Nights for some treasure. Mm-hmm. Okay, of course. Yes. And 40 thieves for Fareed, one of the thieves. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so he's a new character. He's in our gang now. Okay. After realizing Capricorn is a lying piece of shit, Does Finger helps our group escape by encouraging Mo to read them a tornado from the Wizard of Oz. Oh, fun. So he reads and you see, you know, yeah, it's yeah, super yeah. cute. Toto comes in at some oh, point. Oh, cute. Oh my God, it's super cute. Again, if you like books, this is really gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. light your fire. Scratch okay. your itch. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> we both went with not great. Different. <laughs> different. <laughs> Same, but different. Uh-huh. Uh, Mo, Maggie, Aunt Eleanor, Does Finger, and Fareed, okay, all make it out. Yeah. And they head to see Finogio. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Mm-hmm. But he's the author of Inkheart. Okay. And he's adorable. Is he? Who did I say played him? He's He was in Harry Potter. Okay. Okay. You'll know him when you see him. Okay, but in gotcha. this, he's just like a little old guy with a little... There's five million people in <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get him though. <laughs> you know, fuck you. Go look it up. I said the name earlier. <laughs> Did I? I don't know. You know what? He's in here. <laughs> and he's old and cute. And he has like a little hat and scarf. Oh, Scarfs are a big thing in this movie. <laughs> I mean. What you're learning you is know. if you want to look cute, just get a little scarf. Scarves equal cute and smart. <laughs> yes, cute and smart. Man, okay. I'm glad I have a lot. Again, you will see by the end of this if, you, if you're allowed. Okay, here's super speed round wrap up. Okay, give okay. it to me. Dustfinger reveals that Mama Risa is alive and being held captive in Capricorn's castle with no voice. Oh, no. That's a whole thing. Yikes. Uh, young Maggie is, of course, also with Silvertongue. Who of didn't course, see that coming? Okay, there's this whole storyline like that Brendan Fraser doesn't let her read. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's kind of ridiculous. No reading for you. The cheese is high. Of I course. should have said that earlier. It's a very cheesy film, but super cute. Yeah, because yes. it's for young folk. Fun for the whole fam. Yeah. Uh, okay. Young Maggie gets captured by Capricorn's crew while Pops and Dustfinger are out trying to rescue Mom. It's yeah. like this whole you debacle. Know, cat and mouse. Meg, M- Maggie. I know that her name is no, Maggie, not Maggie's mom. No more. <laughs> I know no, they were trying no to be quirky when they named her Maggie, but it's really like throwing yeah. me off because I just want to say Dylan Maggie. Vibes, yeah. It is. Uh, Maggie unwillingly unleashes the shadow, Uh-oh. the most feared and reviled villains from Inkheart. Uh-oh. Or villain. I don't know if it's one or more. I don't know. Yeah. The shadow, that kind of insinuates one. (laughs) The The shadow shadow. is made from the ashes of Capricorn's victims and cannot be killed. Yikes. When it rises, an epic battle begins. Okay, this is where Helen Mirren comes in on the horse. (laughs) (laughs) Very Legolas of her. Uh, Meanwhile, Finolio, (laughs) Finogio. The cute old man from Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, he that one. He gets creative and writes a new ending to the story, which wow. Maggie reads out loud. Smart. Smart. In doing so, the shadow is turned back into all of the creatures whose ashes <gasps> it was created from. So you see all of these like mythical creatures. It's cute. cute. And all of the characters happily return to their book worlds. I love Plus that. Capricorn. He's Good out night. Of there. Good night. He fucking dies like a slow and painful death. Capricorn has <laughs> left the building. Good night. Uh, Mo, Riza, and Maggie are reunited. Love okay, that. finally free to be a happy little reading family. Yes. They're super cute. And welcome their new sister, Maggie. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Fareed stays in the real world. He doesn't want to go back to okay, his book sure. because sparks are flying between him and Maggie slash Mag- Maggie. Ooh. Maggie, I cannot say mm-hmm. it. Okay, cute. Eminem. <laughs> Maggie, Maggie, Eminem. Uh, Mo reads Dustfinger back into his story, finally returning him to his wife, Roxanne. This is Jennifer Connelly. Roxanne! Roxanne was not the name because she's like in like Renaissance Festival garb and then her name's Roxanne. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the vibe doesn't fit. Not that I'm saying, what's like a Renaissance name? Uh, Catherine. Rapunzel. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Okay. <laughs> Why did you literally say that like yeah, like an ogre? Because Griselda sounds kind of ogreish. No offense to anybody named Griselda out there. I was gonna say, Laura, what the hell? You know what? We do love ogres though. We, we do. I do. I love an ogre. Okay, anyway, the family's reunited. It's cute. Dustfinger's reunited with his family. Everyone's happy at his request. Pinocchio <laughs> uh, gets sent into the Ankhart book as well. Okay. He says, Lord, take me, Jesus, Count take take me away. Away. <laughs> He said, please send me into the book world. I do not want to be here anymore. And honestly, same. If I was him, I'd say, send me in. <laughs> send me with the He's unicorns. Like, Save me. I think he does say that. He's like, send me free. <laughs> and I'm sure we all can relate. Yeah. Uh, everyone lives happily ever after. I love Woo! it. Woo! It's one of those. I love you know? that. Here's some random notes I have. Give it to me. This movie is stunning. Mm, I was like kind of surprised at just how fucking pretty it is Mm -hmm. because it is very like literary, right? So there's like castles and really beautiful libraries. Mm. Like you see a lot of old libraries, old books, um, old bookshops. Oh my God. Such. And it was Mm. filmed in Italy. Uh, mainly so freaking stunning hello uh, obviously lots of book mentions and imagery so mm-hmm. i said the wizard of oz i think the secret garden was mentioned Ooh, which you talked about uh you see glass slippers toto i think mm-hmm. you see a sword in the stone nice. at one point you see fairies you uh, get the gist all it's of cute the good stuff. all the stuff we yeah. like uh here's was sir arthur Conan doyle there with the fairies probably <laughs> he was probably crouching down i knew they were real <laughs> taking a photo for himself uh here's some quotes i liked mm-hmm. uh books are adventure they love anyone who opens them oh, oh nice ouch. helen mirren said it too so it packed an extra it. little punch loved it <laughs> uh and here's a totally you know just a different vibe mm-hmm. quote unquote you are as sour as goat's urine <laughs> Wow, That's that must be pretty sour. You know what? I mean, I wouldn't I've know. I've never tasted ghost urine, but... Laura's like, you I know. wouldn't know. That's pretty sour. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm going to say to you now when you piss me off. You are as sour as ghost urine when you're in a bad mood. <laughs> you all of November. Oh, my God. It's December now. Yay. Yay. Uh, there is one part where there is a key hidden in someone's bosom. <laughs> And the weasel is it Griselda? <laughs> yes. And the weasel goes and gets it out, and you just get like this. I was like, "What am I looking at?" I was like, "Am I looking at a pair of titties right now?" <laughs> this is and not PG thirteen. Like, What's happening? So you know what? I just had to note it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the movie. I love it. 
cheesy but super cute super cute i, I love think it. the world overall dubbed this a cinematic piece of crap i do not feel like that i think that it's worth a watch if you like fantasy yeah. films and especially if you're a big reader what the world needs now is to go watch this movie <laughs> You know, it just feels lighthearted. <laughs> you know what? You're being spunky today. I love it. Yeah, and it's all your fault. Why? We'll get to that in a minute. Oh, no. Why would I do? Did I spike your cocoa? I, I poisoned no, myself. There was no spiking of the cocoa. Let's do a milk check. I am feeling a little... Where's the EpiPen? I'm sure as you can hear, I am feeling a little moist in there. <laughs> I can tell I have ingested a milk product. We'll just put it that way. Where's the EpiPen? You know what? Keep it, it, is, on it is in my bag. I'll call Jake if I just go quiet. Yeah. I wouldn't even call... <laughs> I wouldn't even call this testing the waters. I would call this definitely full immersion therapy. You know what? You yeah. know you know what kind of mood I'm I mean, in right now. You just, just have a to let, you have to let me go. Okay? I've dyed my hair like 20 times this week. We all know what's going on. Okay? <laughs> just let me drink my milk. <laughs> okay, what is my lesson? <laughs> Okay, get serious. Yeah. What is my lesson? What is your lesson? This was one of those while, you know, it was obviously very magical, magical, but I was like, oh shit. Like by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, what am I going to talk about? Because there wasn't something specific. However. Ooh, did you find a nugget? Yes. So because this movie is obviously about the magic and power of the written word. Okay, right. That's a big thing. I was drawn towards book divination (gasps) for my lesson because, you know, I go the divination route. Yes, of course. Obviously, you know, they were making things come to life with the mm-hmm. book. So slightly different, but yeah. you know what? Yeah. In the same, in the same yeah, world. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I found this very interesting. Okay, this was cool. one I was like, ooh, I'm excited ooh, to kind I'm of excited. sink my teeth into this. Okay, so there are two terms that seem to be used almost interchangeably. Okay. So you have bibliomancy ooh. and you have stickomancy. And I have also heard this pronounced as stitchomancy. Okay. You choose. I'm sure I chose the wrong one. Whatever floats I'm going to go. Jake told me to go stick. I'm okay. going stick-o-mancy. stick-o-mancy. I'm trusting my man. Okay, so bibliomancy is a form of divination using books, uh-huh. okay? Using books to gain knowledge of the future or uncover something hidden. Mm. This is often performed with ancient or religious text so hence mm. the like biblio yeah, like okay bible. such as the, <laughs> the bible <laughs> the bible uh, but can also be done with fiction okay okay when using a religious text it's probably specifically for spiritual guidance uh, the divination got you. you got okay, it and got because it. it's a religious text mm-hmm. you can divinate <laughs> you know you know yeah. how they like to make exceptions yes okay you also have stickomancy this is divination using lines and passages from any and all books. Ooh. So you just need the written word. So okay. let's focus on like sacred texts. Okay. But you'll see some say that one is a form of the other and vice versa. Right. I think they're kind of the same. Okay. Okay. So I side note, mm-hmm. during my research, I also stumbled upon rhapsodomancy. Ooh. And this is divination using poetry and songs. Rhapsody. You know what? Yeah, in I love the rain. Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. Christy. <laughs> I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Just a little taste. Uh, we will have to expand on that later. I'm sure mm-hmm. we can find a movie yeah. for that. But this involves us- using actual music Ooh. as divination, like people use the radio. Oh. 
Ooh, yeah, we'll have to talk about that. But you'll see that kind of lumped into this category sometimes. Anyways, both bibliomancy and stichomancy are believed to stem from an ancient Roman divination method called sortes. Sorties? Sorties? We'll never know. Sortes. We'll never know. Uh, This is where a passage or sentence was randomly drawn from a written work and interpreted to make predictions. Okay, bibliomancy also has deep roots in Islamic culture. Okay. So the Falnama or Book of Omens from 16th century Iran and Turkey are considered to be the framework kind of for this type of divination. So put very simply. Wow. Okay, you ask a question Mm -hmm. and you open the book to a random passage or image to reveal your omen or message. But then it's up to you to interpret it. Like there's no... Guidelines. Uh, okay. The precursor of the magic eight ball. That what that did come up did like it? it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can kind of see uh, a trajectory. Okay. Yeah. Love okay. It. So that could be its own other mm-hmm. thing. Today, it's a common divination practice for many without even realizing it. This yeah. is one of those people ask us for like everyday magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, here you go. There you this, go. I'm giving you one. Anyone can perform this type of divination, in my opinion. Right now, even yeah. I'm sure you could do it today. I'm after going you're to. Done as soon as to I'm this, done. The process is very simple. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure you can get more involved and stuff, but it can be very simple. This is not like a scary one. Yeah. Super accessible for us everyday witches. Okay. Here's the process. I'm going to give you what the process could look like. Okay. Every witch is different. Every person is different, but here's kind of general. Gotcha. First step, choose a book Mm -hmm. or a written work. Could be a poem. Love it. Okay. This can literally be any book, Mm -hmm. but the more personal, the more powerful. Okay. Okay, So it should have meaning and significance to you in some way. Mm -hmm. So example, a book you read as a kid. Yes. uh, Your favorite book of all time. Uh, The family copy of a book that's been passed down. That would probably Mm -hmm. pack a punch. Yeah. Uh, One you have a spiritual connection to. So it could be like a religious book. Uh, One written by an author you were really drawn to. Okay. You can find the connection anywhere from there Mm -hmm. i thought this was interesting ones with personal touches like handwritten notes and names like if you Mm -hmm. find books like with you know that will like give you better results yeah Mm. interesting so if you're unsure of what book you want to use try starting by choosing a random book yeah okay you can get more personal and specific with practice if you want okay so you get your book you hold the book Mm -hmm. touch it in some way closed Mm -hmm. and you just focus on your question or intention okay okay some believe that reading the question out loud or writing it down okay gives things some extra powers considering this movie i said yes Yes. go with that because it was all about them speaking Mm -hmm. uh once you're ready you can either drop the book and let it fall open to a random page Uh that would keep a book binder in business okay yes (laughs) brendan fraser come on in you know what Yes. (laughs) Okay. Or you can flip the book until you feel compelled to stop. So you can just kind of open and, you know, flip your fingers through Mm -hmm. it. Others may choose to use dice to pick a page. Uh, Like they roll and pick and get a number. Because some people say that, like, if it's a book you read all the time, it will naturally oh, find open. a groove. Okay. So if you need to use, like, other, you know. I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Dealer's choice, mm-hmm. really. So in theory, the answer 
to the question you ask. The answer to what you seek will be found somewhere in that page's text Mm -hmm. or in the image on the page. Interesting. So you should pay attention to where your eyes land first. Ah, I was going to say that could, that could encompass a lot of, you know. So this is where it gets like a little, this is where it could get tricky. So like most forms of divination, this method relies heavily on intuition Mm -hmm. and interpretation. Right. So it will be up to you to interpret. Yeah. So if it is, I saw this word first. So this is my message. Or maybe you read the whole page and you just see what stands out Mm. to you. I think it's going to be. I like this sentence. I like this part. (laughs) Maybe just the general vibe. I like the idea of flipping to an image. Mm, That's cool. Yeah, because then there was also like this pipeline to like tarot can be considered this kind of just um, not a bound book. It's just. Yeah. Well, and that's interesting because when, um, you know, I sit down with somebody to read cards, the process is somewhat the same it's very yes that's mm-hmm. why i was like this i feel like is so mm-hmm. accessible yeah accessible accessible okay so make note of common images colors feelings words this is where you're going to have to tap mm-hmm. into your own magic here a little bit and start to assign them meaning so the more you practice the yeah. more patterns you yeah. will start to form oh this word means this to yeah, me this yeah, yeah. you know is telling right. me this and it's interesting because as we've talked about this year we really are collect connecting collecting now. yeah like connecting <laughs> well collecting a lot of information yeah but you know we've talked about a lot of tools that would help we in this have. color magic you know yeah. um different pictures different meanings dream symbology you know all of that kind of stuff symbology is that a word? <laughs> you know what? I don't know, but I really symbolism. Like symbolatry. Symbolatry. I'm trying to earn that scarf. <laughs> symbolatry. No, I feel like people have asked for that. Like sometimes we'll ask our yeah. listeners on social media, mm-hmm. like, what do you want to learn about? And they say like, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like this that you can do every day. Yeah. And I think that sometimes, like I didn't know about this, yeah. but it's like, oh, duh. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So I feel like it can be, you can really find tools yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Okay. So. And what's more comforting than a book that you've owned or to some people, to you? nothing yeah. is more comforting. Right. That's so what exactly. I mean. If you re- like books are very sacred mm-hmm. to some people, it doesn't have to be a sacred quote right. unquote book. Yeah. Books are so important. I have yeah. copies of books that I take everywhere yeah. and they're next to me on my, you know, mm-hmm. uh, nightstand, mm-hmm. any place I live. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this I mean, is it could where be the, the book you have in the bathroom jokes to tell in the crapper. Okay. You <laughs> know what? Yeah. Maybe wipe it down for some. <laughs> You know what? Yeah. Okay. So some bibliomancers will use the same book Mm. indefinitely. So they're like, this is my book. Kind of like using one tarot deck to use Mm -hmm. for your readings. Okay. This is most likely the case for those using religious texts. Okay. Like you would just use the Bible. Others will choose a different book each time based on intuition. Kind of up to you. If you are choosing a new book each time and you have access to like a library or if you have a bunch of books, Mm -hmm. a large amount of books, wander around and let your intuition choose a specific book to answer your question and then do the process. So you're kind of like double yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and hey, if you have access to digital books, you could Love do that it. too. You yeah. know, you don't need a physical copy of books. It mm-hmm. is the digital age. Yes. What century are we in? I don't know. Are we 21st? 21st century digital, digital boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
great Griffin would not approve. <laughs> that was maybe one of the worst <laughs> atrocities we've ever committed. Bad religion, don't come at us. Hey, anyway, yeah, go. You can uh, do it with digital books oh instead gosh, of maybe that. like uh, dropping the book or mm-hmm. flipping through the page. You do a little scroll and yeah. stop yes. and see what you land on. You can get wow, creative. It's very cool. I love that. So there you go. There's a new divination technique for us bookies. Bookworms. What do they call them? I, bookworms. Bookworms. Cute. Yes. <laughs> I love that. And I, feel, I find that, oh yeah, that could be really fun. Yeah. I feel like the universe is definitely telling all of us in this house mm-hmm. that we need to get back into reading. Yes. Yeah. For and this sure. um, movie definitely like inspired that. Yeah. It just reminds you of the magic of books yes. and taking you into different worlds. Different and worlds, it yeah. definitely had that cozy feeling. Mm. It's definitely a November movie. Well, it's definitely in November and a Sagittarius season yes. movie, but it's also again, preparing you for staying in yeah keeping warm but you here, know there we go we gave you a new divination yes. uh, you know Oof. technique to bring into the I fold i'm very excited i we have so many books in here i'm about to do it yeah love it uh okay would you like some fun and random facts there's not yes, many okay. there's not many yeah. i don't think this movie was Warranted like well many. known mm-hmm. uh brendan fraser was book author cornelia funk's inspiration for the character Aww, of mo i love that and was obviously the first choice for the film role i love that Cute. because he just seems wonderful mm-hmm. and he's such a good actor i know uh funk and envisioned the character of Dustfinger as someone between Viggo Mortensen and Daniel Day-Lewis. And I oh, wrote my interesting. note about Aragorn before yes. I read that. And I was like, well, yeah, that's what you, you got. Fucking nailed. The hair was almost fucking identical. Was it? Hilarious. Didn't really get the Daniel Day-Lewis, but you know what? Mm, mm-hmm, Five mm-hmm. out of ten. You there were you halfway go. there. <laughs> <laughs> the movie mainly takes place in Italy, which is where Ooh. the exterior scenes were filmed. Love it. And most interior scenes were shot in England. So again, you're just looking at a pretty movie. Yeah. Two great sceneries. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, There are some The Mummy from 1999, you know, starring Brendan Fraser Easter eggs in the film. If you want to try to find them, I think like some of the items were also in that movie. Okay. You can go pick them out. Ooh, fun. Um, I didn't know this. Jennifer Connelly and Paul Bettany are married. Did you fucking know that? Shut the front door. <laughs> I read that and I was like, what? What? Now? Yeah, still? For like a long time, Laura. Shut up. Yeah. No. So there you go. And they're both in this movie. Did they, Interesting. Yeah. And they were okay. husband and wife in this movie? Okay. Yeah. Cute. 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 I kind of like that. I like that it. That makes sense to me. Okay. Good. Uh, and my last fact, I don't know why I keep ending on like bad facts. Oh, shit. <laughs> this was an absolute clinker at the box oh, office. I like know. just a flat out fucking bomb turd. it was a fucking was a turd. turd and a clinker i said it but i don't it was like real bad oh that's, and so that's sad. such a bummer because yeah. i don't think it i don't think it deserved that oh everybody go watch this give yeah. it give it it's uh give it props. its flowers i am yeah. not pulling my cinematic piece of crap oh, badge cute. we love you brendan fraser yay and this cast was just phenomenal yes. okay yay everyone that's what i have Woo-hoo. that means that it's my turn you're up. All right. You're in big trouble. All right. I'm in big trouble. Yeah. yeah I know why. Yeah. You know why? Because <laughs> you suggested this movie for me. Well, it was requested many times. It was requested many times yeah. first. And you were going to do it. But then you're like, hey. There's so a- I watched this and I genuinely, and this isn't my bad. I right. genuinely thought you would like it. Yeah. Because of what I assume is your lesson. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> 
And that part, yes. Right. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That, you know what? I lost focus. That was focus. like two seconds of the movie. That's my bad. Uh, I'm doing the autopsy of Jane Doe today. You know what? It is a little rough. Freaking terrified the shit out of this me. This movie, dude, I have not been scared in a while. This and Wreck this mm-hmm. year when I did Wreck a few. These two movies, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, they scared the yeah. shit out of me. Yeah. I think if possibly I was watching it during the day out in the living room. But no, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I was well, in my room by that? myself. Well, because it was, you know, worked in my time right, window. Sure. And I, I texted you and I was like, this is terrifying. Yeah. I'm terrified. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. I was like, I'm so sorry. I told you it was scary. I gave you a warning, but holy shit. Okay. 2016 Supernatural Horror. Yeah. Released on December 21st. Okay. Oh shit, really? Hello. That's a real festive holiday film for you right there. I didn't even realize it was like released in December. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of, it felt cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No pun intended. You know, the autopsy of Jane Doe. Directed by Andre Overdahl. Hopefully I said that right. Okay. In his first English language film. He is Norwegian. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was no budget given, um, but it did six million at the box office. So I'm going to say that it was, was that good or bad? Not no. good. No. Okay. I don't think that's oh, very good. No, okay. No, yeah. No. I didn't realize we both had niche movies today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although I thought this was like much... Um, more popular. More recent. I thought it was much more recent because See, I, I thought it was older. Oh, really? I did. Yeah, 2016. I mean, I guess that's a while back. But anyway, here's your cast. Do hush your mouth. Here's your cast. Emil Hirsch uh-huh. is Austin Tilden. I like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Brian Cox is Tommy Tilden. Ophelia Lovabond is Emma Roberts. Okay. And Olwyn Kelly, now she's Irish, and I probably did not say her first name right. Way to butcher it, um, As Jane Doe. Okay. All right. So that's it. That is like your big <laughs> cast right there. All right. Uh, so here's your- here's You look scared here's right your, now. I'm already terrified. Okay. I went to, to sit down and do my recap, and I was like, you know what? I have to explain, because here's my process, and I okay. think I've mentioned yeah, it. I it usually sit down, um, and I watch the movie as a spectator. For just And enjoyment. I just like- Enjoyment. I just take it in. Especially you know? if you haven't seen it before. Exactly. <laughs> Which I had not seen this before right. and was not prepared. Okay. And then I go through and I watch it again and I take all my notes. Right. Love all it. All right, guys. This was a one watcher. She wouldn't watch it again. I was like, again. I'm not watching this it's again. If you're one of our fans that doesn't like horror movies and you just like to hear us talk, definitely stick this, to that with this, this one because one. apparently it's scarier than I thought. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was like, I mean, I think it's hard to, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to about me. it. Give yes. It to okay. Me. We start right out of the gate. Okay. With this gruesome, bloody murder scene, right? Ooh, okay. Uh, which has the sheriff scratching his head. Because nothing was stolen, mm. and it appears that there was no forced entry. Okay. There's something some, is a mug. Right. Uh, he has hypothesized that mm-hmm. the uh, victims appeared to have been attempting to escape the house. Okay. So he's not so, sure what happened. Okay. Yeah. And are they giving Barney Fife or what? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> not really Barney Fife, but just kind of like, what's hmm, going on What's here? happening here? Got it. Upon further inspection, an unidentified body of a young woman is found half buried down in the basement. Ooh. Although there is not a speck of dirt on her. 
Okay, which is very so red odd. flag number one. Yeah, and she looks amazing for being dead. I mean, uh, the lore. Okay, you know, a little peaked, but <laughs> otherwise, you're like you look stunning. She looks beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the sheriff needs an ID ASAP. Okay, okay, because he knew who the other people were in mm-hmm. the house, but this who person, is this? right? So he's like, we got to figure out who this is, mm-hmm. and he transports the Jane Doe. There's your title. Okay. To the local coroner where Papa Tommy. Papa Tom. Runs the show. And I have to call him Papa Tommy because Papa Tommy Kimmy. sounds like a child's name to me. They call him Tommy. Tommy, yes. Tommy, Tommy. Tommy. Okay, How's yeah. the peeping? Uh-huh. Um, he runs the show and okay. his son Austin has been helping out after the death of his mom two years earlier. Uh, okay. There's another one. You know what? Yes. Why? There we go. As he and girlfriend Emma discuss their plans for the future and how the coroner biz does not fit into them. A little creepy? Yes. I'm sorry. Although, weirdly, Emma is not at all deterred by her boyfriend's family biz. Okay. It's kind of weird. She even asks Austin to see the stiff he just put in the cooler slab, which is kind of... You know what? There's nothing... You know what? It's not... I shouldn't say it's creepy because there's nothing creepy about it. Very natural. Very natural. But to ask to see why. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah. <laughs> I just can, like each one had like a gruesome death, you know and what I she mean? she wanted to hear about and it. And she was like, let mm. me see, let no. me see, no, right? No, no. Austin advises that this is not a good idea. Okay. He's like, you don't want to see these people. No. no. But Papa Tommy walks in and he seems to encourage it, sliding out a gunshot victim whose face was blown off. Okay, love that. Emma does not even flinch. Mm-hmm. Uh, she notices a bell on the toe of the deceased person and asks why it's there. Don't ask questions. I know. So Papa Tommy explains that in the old days, people were often mistakenly identified as dead Mm. when they were actually still alive. So they would bury them with bells. So So, side note, you told me this Mm -hmm. when I was like younger or I found out. Mm -hmm. I think Hans Christian Andersen was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. That like got buried like that or so. I remember being told that and I, it like became a huge fear of mine that I was going to be buried alive and have a bell on my toe. Yeah. I think, uh, well, they would put a bell above the grave. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Hans Christian Andersen was terrified. That was his biggest fear in life. And so he insisted on on being. the bell. Yeah. Exactly. I don't like it. Yeah. So hence it was like his little idiosyncrasy to just put a bell on the toes. Okay. Um, So as Austin and Emma take their leave to head out to the movies, the sheriff heads in with Jane Doe. Jane Doe. Explaining the importance of a hasty ID. Okay. uh, Austin. (laughs) Austin. Austin. Was that a slim sexy brother? Austin. Hot Austin. Uh, Austin decides to stay and help and promises to meet up with Emma later in the evening. We'll catch you later. I'll catch you for the midnight Uh showing. Uh, Immediately, shit starts getting weird. Yeah. Okay. And these folks are like, you know, uh, as Tommy and Austin prepare to do the autopsy on Jane Doe. Yeah. Uh, And this seems to be no cut and dry case, of course. No, not at all. From the outside, there appear to be no visible signs of trauma. Right. You said Uh, she was looking. I mean, the girl looks like she's ready to head down the (laughs) runway for America's top model. You know what I mean? Right. However, strangely, both her wrists and ankles are shattered. Ooh, okay. And her tongue has been crudely cut out. Ah, yes. okay, yeah. Uh, she seems to be missing a molar. I was like, Laura, watch this. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and they, when they cut open and remove the vital organs, uh-huh. her lungs, her lungs, her lungs, her lungs appear to be black as okay. though she's been in a fire 
But there's no but she's burns. Not burned. She's not like charred right. on her body. Yes. <laughs> the condition of her body would suggest that she was recently deceased. Okay. Yes. But the cloudiness in her eyes indicate that she has been dead for some time. I'm like already, sp- I'm like getting creeps now. Ooh, I don't like it. This is a dilly of a pickle. I love <laughs> I'm when you start that. using that because yes. we used that last week. All right. When, the em- when they empty the contents of her stomach, mm-hmm. they find a plant, not native to where they are. See, this is why I thought yes. you would like it. <laughs> Jimson weed, ah. known for its paralyzing effects. Ooh. All right. With each cut, poke, and prod on this gal... Mm-hmm. The lights start blinking. Yeah. Austin seems to catch a glimpse of strangers standing in the morgue's hallway, Something but there's nobody spooky. there. And the radio station randomly changes, like just starts Turns flickering on. about yeah. and begins to play this creepiest shit song. It's so creepy. Called Let the Sunshine In. Let the sunshine sun in. Not that one. <laughs> no, not that one. No, this one's very creepy. Yes, very. Uh, they find their poor pet cat in the vent looking like a shish kebab and they have to put it out of its misery. Yeah. Why did you have to include warning. that detail? You, okay, you know what? The whole can beginning. I tell you something? A warning comes you before. You know what? Did I a tell warning you? comes before you say the thing. Can I tell you something? When I said this movie terrified me, that should have been you all the trigger you warning you needed. You don't smack someone upside the head with a bat and afterwards go, warning. <laughs> warning, Will Robinson. Danger, Will Robinson. Uh, all right. Uh Warning, Tommy <laughs> puts the poor cat out of its misery by snapping its neck and tossing it into the cremation incinerator. Okay. And he's just like, I'm going to need a minute. Okay, I'm good. It's oh, weird. Thank you. Uh, thank like you this, for including that detail. To them, this isn't weird. Let's just keep right. going. Yeah, no, right. no, no. Get out. They, they can't. <laughs> but they can. <laughs> uh, Tommy finds the missing molar wrapped in a piece of cloth in mm. Jane's stomach and Ooh. appears to have Roman numerals, nope. letters, and some odd symbols. No. Also, no. okay, this is kind of a point where I was like, I'm going to have to maybe turn it off. Turn my, my stomach is well, flippity flopping. I, f- I do feel really bad. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. Not only did I say there was one watch, half of the time I watched it through the first, I was... I had my eyes closed or I was looking through my hands or I had one eye open. Right. So, you know. Anyway, they flip back her skin. Right. And there's all you these. You see what an auto, you, it's called the autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah, you see it. Yes. The yeah. entire thing. You I do. mean, the entire movie is literally this girl laying right. on the slab and them doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't like autopsy kind of movies because this is kind of like a uh, horror shtick you well, know I think what that's I mean? what makes it so terrifying is that this is something that happens in real life you know yeah. so that brings very, the, yeah fair enough that amps up the horror because that's I literally the entire movie yeah anyway they flap back her skin there's all these <laughs> symbols and I'm just like this is just so gross <laughs> You don't have to say flap back her skin. Well, what the heck do you call it? Just say they perform an autopsy. (laughs) Anyway, they seem to be getting closer to finding out like what the heck happened to poor Jane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, When all of a sudden, all of the overhead lights start exploding. Uh, When they are finally able to see again, they realize the other bodies in the morgue 
are not where they're supposed to be. No. This is when Papa Tommy's like, oh, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Papa Tommy's like, you know what? On second thought, maybe we should go. They flee like mad. Yeah. But a tree has fallen and blocked the lower level door. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So let's head to the elevator. Let's do it. Uh, and Never we'll, go to the and elevator. And we'll run out the front door. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. The elevator is not working. Okay, no. Uh, Papa, Papa Tommy. <laughs> Papa Tommy. <laughs> Because he excuses himself to the restroom in the middle of all of this terror. It's definitely me. I gotta pee. (laughs) We're getting attacked. Hey, is there time to pee? Where he gets the shit kicked out of him by an invisible entity. Oh, he's taking a shit. (laughs) He's taking a shit. I'm so confused. You said he sees himself in the restroom. Yeah, because I think he shit his pants. <laughs> he shorted. All of the terror. That's a nice little detail. Hey, this guy is so scared he shit his pants. <laughs> he didn't say that. I'm assuming that's what happened. Got it. You filled in the blanks. I mean, you read between the, the lines. <laughs> Dude, if the bodies got up and started walking around, I would have shit my pants. I would have just, there's, there comes a point where where do you give up? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh-huh. All right. He and Austin think. Okay. Jane Doe might be at the center of all of this. Hey, hey guys. Say, hey like guys. moment. <laughs> and the only way to get out of this mess is to go back in there oh my and Lord. figure out what the heck happened to her. Gotta crack I mean, the code, my son. You know what? All right. All right. <laughs> they enter into the morgue. Yeah. A little creepy. And the door locks itself behind them. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Austin goes all Jack Nicholson, freaks out, grabs an axe, and starts hacking at the door. And when he peeps out Jack Nicholson style in the shiny, mm-hmm. he sees on the other side one of the missing dead people. <gasps> all upright and cruising around. One of them has a bell, and every time he walks, it's like, ding, 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 <laughs> Smokey. <laughs> it was not Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson. <laughs> he looks out of the window. <laughs> anyway, the one, the, the bell on the toe keeps, he's jingling. It's jingling. That's why they include that. It is like a little creepy element. It's creepy. It is, yeah. All right. Now they've totally changed their tune. Okay. Fuck figuring out what happened to baby Jane over here. <laughs> Let's set this bitch ablaze and get the hell out of here. Okay, right. Which is exactly what Papa Tommy does. But as the fire goes out, Janie is not crispy. No, she's still looking good. She's not the crispy, not crispy fried. She's still looking good. She's still looking like a runway model. Yeah. All right, Hark. In the distance, Uh they hear the sound of the elevator turn back on, and they make a run for it. Why is that a good thing? Nope. Because they think they can get up and get out. Nope. Mm -hmm. Once on the elevator, the doors will not close. And one of the undead, ding, ding, ding. Bell-toe. Is bell-toe. <laughs> yeah. Not dusty fingers. It's bell-toes. It's fast on their heels. Uh-huh. Quickly, Pop Tommy grabs an axe. There's all kinds of axes laying around this place. And yeah. he kills. Ding, 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 ding. Nope. But when they exit the elevator, they realize it was not the walking dead. <gasps> but poor Emma returned for her date with she Austin. was trying to catch another glimpse of the dead bodies <laughs> that she, bitch? yeah oh she got an axe that part scared the shit you know out what? of me i'm not gonna lie it got me i did not see that coming Ooh, i didn't when see you that realize coming. it's her it for me anyway i Dude. was like oh shit and that you was know a what? good twist she wasn't in there that long good acting she was like no, oh, oh no damn out of 10 on the dying <laughs> yes oh man you know what? yeah that was a good scene all right so here's the speed round wrap up okay right yes. please uh they 
they face their fears, head back to Jane. Time to finish this job. Something's getting in the way. I always, I, I want to call this movie the Diary of Jane, but it's the not. Di- Diary of Jane Doe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good. That's a good mashup. That's a really good one. Further tests. Yeah. Prove the poor Jane's brain cells are still powered on. Ooh, and operating at full capacity. So she's alive. She is alive. <gasps> All right. Whew, further deep Yikes. dive into the mysterious cloth lead them to a Bible passage in Leviticus mm. condemning witches. Oh. Yes, poor Jane is as old as the hills and has been around <laughs> since the Salem witch trials yes. where she was an innocent mm-hmm. but burned as a witch. Okay. Which in this twist turns her into that which they were trying to expel so it turns her into a witch it like curses her it curses her essentially yeah making her immortal right you know yeah Uh, so it's no wonder that she's testy and pissed off because everything that is done to her she can feel it Ah. so the entire autopsy process like she can feel everything they're doing. Really? Oh, damn. Like I damn. I don't know if I heard them say that. Mm-hmm. Ew, did they really? Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. So realizing that he just spent the better part of an evening slicing and dicing this gal. Oh uh, Papa Tommy. Probably not gonna be happy with you, Papa Toms. Offers himself up as a sacrifice. If she will spare Austin, mm. she must have accepted these terms because <laughs> she said, oh, okay, <laughs> challenge accepted yeah. because Tommy's ankles and wrists immediately shatter <gasps> and as his shatter, hers heal. Okay. That's kind of nice. I know. I right? mean, like, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but before Tommy <laughs> reaches for the knife to cut out his own tongue. Oh, to complete, right, right, you right. know, Austin puts him out of his misery. Mm. The ritual is not complete. And the deal is null and void. Oh, shit. And Austin, as you may have guessed. Hey, Austin. Does not make it. Well, you know what, bud? Yeah. You should have just stayed the fuck out of it. Mm -hmm. As the sheriff walks in on the carnage the next morning, he realizes... This is another head scratcher. Okay. Okay. You know what? He's like, uh, what's Gosh, going on? I just don't know. I don't know what's happening. And he quickly whisks Jane off to another unsuspecting location. Uh, the ambulance driver thinks. Maybe look the, for the common denominator, my yeah, pal. It's Janie. It's Jane. Uh, the ambulance driver thinks nothing of this as the radio adjusts itself to the creepy ditty of let the sunshine in. No. And what? Was that a bell I just heard? <gasps> jingle, jingle. She had a bell on her toe. Bell toes. Yes. <laughs> the return of bell toes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, because when the sheriff gets there, everything's like normal. The right. lights there, the, the people, the bodies. Like the, the right. Bo- yeah. So it just looks like these two people went a little mad. A little mad. Yeah. Yes. So that was the end. Hey, the movie. Admit was, it. Admit it, though. Good horror movie. Scary. Yeah. Spooky. This, yeah. Definitely not my type of horror. Sure. It's freaking scary as shit. And I, yeah. Yeah. This is a, <laughs> a specific kind of like subgenre, the yeah. like autopsy morgue. Yeah. Yeah. And so after, I think I texted you after I was done. You were you, really upset. I'm so yeah, sorry. I was really upset. And I said, now I'm going to have to spend the next two hours <laughs> watching one of those sugary sweet Hallmark Christmas movies. Did you? I didn't because, you know, that's even more terrifying to me. It is, but I think you like them maybe a little bit. (laughs) No, I do not. No, that's how you know you watch a good horror movie is if you have to watch something really like funny and upbeat after it to kind of like get your mind off of it. You're like, put the office on. I know. I need something funny so I can distract my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So for all of you folks out there that don't like horror, you just take 
But you know. if you do, I would say two enthusiastic Dude. thumbs up. Yeah. I liked the little witchy element. That surprised yes. me. I did not know this was like a witchy movie in any way. I just randomly was like, oh, I'll check this out. And then yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool little twist. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a, um, like an exorcism, a detect- like a detective type thing. Oh, I, I thought, thought it was, was going to be like more of like an exorcism style movie. Oh, okay. Whew. Well, it here's shocked a f- me. Here's a few fun facts. Okay. Uh, the director was in inspired to do a horror movie after attending a screening of The Conjuring. Uh, oh, there are a lot of jumpy style scares in this one. Yes, there yeah. are. But his twist with the autopsy table. All right. Mm-hmm. I got to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Although there are some prosthetics used, mm-hmm. the role of Jane Doe, for the most part, was played by the actress Owen Catherine Kelly. No shit. Yes. She's just laying there the whole time. Yeah. And oh, necessity wow. thought the director, like the director thought this would be a good idea for the audience to connect on a human level. Well, it and worked. that. Worked. It worked. You did feel like you said you felt very uncomfortable <laughs> because yeah, I, yeah. I think the thing that that brought like a terror element in was her eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the actor spent around eight hours a day for five weeks straight laying naked on an autopsy table. So yeah. give that gal an award, man. Round Holy of applause. Shit. You know what? For doing like quote unquote like she didn't say anything. She, fantastic. I no. mean, you really did feel for this. Jane Doe character yeah. and that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I hope she got a big little check too for oh just my like, gosh, I hope like so. that. Jeez. Uh, one of the reasons she won out on this role was her knowledge of yoga, which oh. helped her control her body and her breathing. Oh, interesting. interesting right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's super fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song Let the Sunshine In was performed by the Cowboy Church Sunday School and I hope it wasn't like fucking a creepy. Sunday school. I, I'm hoping that was That's their band the name. name of the I'm band. I'm hoping that was their yes. band name. Uh, it was a 45 RPM recording and they played it at a 33 point one, you know, one third speed. Uh, so that gave it the creepy factor. Although one of the art, one of the sources uh, said that it was the 1950s version performed by the McGuire sisters. So I could go I either way. I couldn't find the song. I tried to look for it. Yeah. And, yeah. It was fucking scary. It creepy. There's a thing like we've talked about this in horror movies mm-hmm. when you have like a song as that's an omen. That's not creepy. That's not creepy, and it's used as an omen. Like Final Destination does yeah. it in pretty much every mm-hmm. movie. There is something so yeah, you can't ever hear that song the same no. way, and it's got the creepy factor. Yeah, yeah. It was meant to be enjoyed. For fun and way frivolity. To fucking ruin, <laughs> way to ruin John Denver. <laughs> there you Final go. destination. There you go. All right. So what is my lesson? Mm, it's mm. it's going to be the plant, right? Is it Jimson okay, weed? That's why I thought you... Is it Jimson weed? <laughs> I hope so. Okay. So unlike the herb tannis root used in the movie Rosemary's Baby, ah. uh, Jimson weed is real because okay. tannis root was not. Right, right. Fictional, but Jimson weed is real. I was wondering. Mm-hmm. This highly poisonous plant's scientific name is Datura stramonium. Okay. But this herb is known to inhabit the witch's garden and goes by many names. Ooh. Jimson weed being the most... The most common. The most common. Okay. Uh, devil's apple. Ghost flower. Ghost flower. Moon flower. Mm. Mad apple. Stinkweed. Thorn apple. <laughs> you just slipped stinkweed in stinkweed. there. Stinkweed. The sorcerer's herb. Ooh. Zombie. Hell's bells. Hell's bells. The devil's cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's, the devil's, tr- the devil's <laughs> trumpet. <laughs> is this is this penis? No. <laughs> 
And the witch's thimble. You said no. <laughs> um, I liked ghost flower. Did yeah. you say ghost flower? I, I liked did. that. Yeah. And the one insinuating penis. Those were funny. <laughs> the devil's cucumber. <laughs> Each name harkens a sinister warning. Oh. You do not want to fuck with this Mac Daddy. No. Is it okay? It's one okay. of those. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a feminine plant. Mm. Ruled by the planet of Saturn okay. and the element of water. Ooh. It belongs to the plant family Solanaceae. Okay. Along with its relatives, deadly nightshade, belladonna, uh, henbane, mandrake, and tobacco. Tobacco. Ah, okay. Often cited as an ingredient in the witch's flying ointment. Mm, so okay. we talked, about, talked this about this in Belladonna when we talked about wicked weeds. Okay. Uh, so they were flying all right, right? Thanks to these plants' they hallucinogenic sure properties. <laughs> Their yes. lips were feeling all right, if you know what I mean. <laughs> As they flew on their brooms. Uh, it was also believed by ingesting Datura, one would be able to produce an effective transformation into animal form and spirit flight. Ooh. And for this reason, Datura is often linked to European werewolf folklore. You know what? Okay. Mm-hmm. this is. Ma- I know I've heard this mm-hmm. in our movies before, and I'm yeah. wondering if it was... A maybe, werewolf movie. Maybe. Ooh, interesting. Um, I couldn't find like pop culture references. Oh, really? But I knew of one specifically. And so I looked it up and I was correct. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay. Again, thanks to the active hallucinogenic properties of the plant called tropane alkaloids, mm-hmm. which are concentrated in the seeds. But all parts of this plant are extremely toxic. So don't do be fucking not, with this yeah. plant. Thank you. These alkaloids simply put stimulate the central nervous system. So like increase the heart rate okay while simultaneously depressing the peripheral nerves so it produces like extreme agitation and mm. visions oh, followed by prolonged sleep <sighs> those who survive it often end up in a zombie-like state and that's why it's zombie. called zombie okay so if you've ever seen the movie serpent in the rainbow Datura oh. was the star of that show. Oh, really? Yeah, that was oh, the plant shit. that was used. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, and Datura has been used since ancient times by European witches and shaman in the North and South America. Mm-hmm. Okay, as a tool of the shaman and the medicine men, okay. Datura has been used for thousands of years all over the world as part of a ritual Okay. To connect one to the divine. Mm. So all parts of the plant are used either topically like in an oil or a salve. Okay. Brewed in a tea to aid in visions or they would smoke the seeds or leaves. Remember, we're not telling you to do this. Thank you. A close relative of this family of plants is one of the ingredients in an in a ayahuasca ceremony of South American shamanism. So I thought that what you were saying kind of sounded like that. Yes, exactly. So if one chooses to use the plant recreationally Mm -hmm. outside of the sacred ceremony of those who know how to administer it and respect it. Probably wouldn't do that. The results are typically catastrophic. Yikes. Yeah. It is known to cause nightmares. Mm. Insanity. Insanity. Or catatonia. Okay. Okay. Uh Uh, Leading to death through cardiac arrest. My grandfather used to call me catatonic a lot because I used to sleep a lot. That's the only reason I giggled. Uh, You were saving up for the time now where you don't sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, There are few known antidotes to ingesting this plant. Oh, really? So 
I would not do it. Don't do it. I would not do it. Um, As a wicked weed in the witch's garden, Datora has long been associated with magic and witchcraft, Hmm. possessing a mysterious duality. Duality. So it can do harm, but it can also heal. Right. As Uh, we find that that's the name of the game. Right. It is most often associated with the dark goddesses who rule the underworld, like Hecate, uh, or one that offers up that crone energy, like Baba Yaga. Okay. Okay. So fitting for this season. season, Yes. Uh, This plant also connects with the fairy realm, Mm. in particular, those who are most active during the night. So oh, this plant, night moonflower, okay, yeah. yeah. So its allies are those who hide in the dark or dark oh. places. So the owl, moths, oh. insects. Okay, I like yeah. that. Uh, this plant honors the moon and the night and its magic works well during this time. I mm-hmm. like that feminine energy. That yes. feels strong, yeah. Yes, but the key word for Datora is manipulation ah, with this plant. Ouch. Yeah, and so some of its magical uses include manipulation of dream work, so mm. creating an enchanting illusion, oh, but shit. then dreadful nightmares. Ah, okay. Forceful and manipulative love spells that yeah. inspire lust and desire over true love. No, no, no. And the plant also encompasses magical spells of hypnosis, oh, submission, and again, manipulation. Damn, again, you weren't lying when you said this was a Mac Daddy. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, according to Scott Cunningham in his book, Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs, mm-hmm. the Torah is used in hex breaking, okay. sleep and protection spells. Got it. He advises sprinkling it around the home to break spells yeah. and act as a protectant against evil spirits. I would not recommend that. Especially <laughs> if it's like, uh, you didn't hear that from me. If you have young children or uh, pets. Absolutely or, not. Yeah, do not do that. sprinkle that around your house. <laughs> Once again, Uncle Bob's <laughs> magic cabinet is not no. telling you to do this. No, no. Trouble sleeping? No worries. Stick some detura in your shoes Jeez. and stick them under your bed with the toes pointing to the nearest wall and sleep you shall. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, but Scott does warn the plant is highly toxic and just yes, the touch you. of it can break you out in a nasty rash. So, yeah, again, so maybe like, you know what, you take know what? that as kind of the plant's telling you, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Tread lightly. Uh-huh. Uh, Datora was also an important plant ally to Carlos Castaneda, okay. who talks of its many uses and spiritual properties in his book, The Teachings of Don Juan, okay. which is considered one of the most influential texts on modern shamanism. Oh, really? Interesting, yeah. Right? Okay, I did not know that. All yeah. I can think of is Don Juan de Marco. Right. That movie. Well, yeah, Don yeah. Juan, yeah. The stories of Don Juan, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to end with a bang, you know. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. pretty much Detour. And you can go way, way deeper into this. There's a lot of writing, a lot of, you Again, know, tread lightly. Tread lightly. Uh, but to the end, I read an article entitled The Detour Cult of the Shumash. Oh. Which is a Native American tribe uh-huh. out of the Santa Barbara region of California. Okay. So they use Datura for vision quests oh. and supernatural powers. But you can recall they and featured Buffy. an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> When Sanders' <laughs> penis is cursed by the Shumash. His penis got <laughs> diseases from the Shumash tribe. Okay, yeah, so if you, that's one of my favorite episodes. Oh, it's, yeah, it's Season a good one. four, episode eight, Pangs. And it's the Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, it's the it Thanksgiving is. episode when a Spike starts coming oh in. Oh my God, Spike is so It's funny. hilarious, one of my favorite episodes. But anyway, did they mention 
Jim some weed by name in the Buffy episode. No, no I don't think so. It's no, just kind of it was like just this interesting um, the tie-in research article that I found about how it was uh, based on the actual. It was tribe. like yeah, You're and it right. was like used within that tribe. Got it. And so I thought oh, for vision quests. So that's the connection yeah. you made. So I was oh. like, oh, that's so funny. I wonder if that's what they what used. they were. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I since know it's, it's called the Devil's Cucumber, I mean Stop maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why they did that's it. it that's so funny right um i know i've heard of it in another movie i'll have to yeah. track it down but maybe that I'm will be sure your spotify have. uh question if yeah. you know where it's mentioned to put it in there yeah. i like that lesson yeah interesting yes. right it goes way deeper there's a sure. lot of you know and and look up a picture maybe you could post a picture is it, is of it, it. it's kind beautiful of, is it it looks like it's a i thought but don't quote me but i thought it was closely related to the morning glory oh so if you know what that flower looks like, it's kind of similar okay. um, in structure to that. It's wow. pretty. Pretty, but a little it's deadly. It's pretty, yeah. Well, that feminine energy. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it also, you know, one of the things I read was that it's very enticing to children because it's sweet. Oh, you know, so, so again, we yeah. cannot <laughs> stress say it. Yeah. And so it is always good to, you know, when you're out foraging or just outside because it does grow. I've seen it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So you just have to be careful. I was going to say know? always when you're do- yeah. dealing with plants yeah. and foraging. Know what just, you're looking for. Yeah, for be sure. careful. Well, thank you for yeah, sharing. You bet. I do like when you talk about the quote unquote like wicked weeds. So Ooh, the wicked weeds. Yeah, yeah. Because they do. I feel like they pop up in pop culture so much. Oh, because sure. it's easy to like make that you know oh, yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah it's fun Woo. 10 out of 10 i'm so sorry cool. i gave you a movie that scared you but at least like you, hey. it was kind of good though still right i mean it was a good movie but you know i don't need to watch that one again <laughs> thank like, you it's burned into I'm my good. memory well Woo. you know what watch go watch mine yeah i'm going in to in full yeah i think you know fur is like quote unquote dark yeah as yours was holy crapper um, yeah. mine was definitely bringing the light and the fun and the fantasy yeah. so yeah. there you go there two you good go. options Two different vibes. Yeah. Uh, Hey. Another one in the books. Another one in the books. And hey, happy December, everybody. Happy December. Oh, hey, we have a very exciting episode next week. It's probably like the most requested Mm. episode. And we're finally going to just do it. Yep. So really be on the lookout for that. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.